G'day and welcome to Partek. Today I want to talk about the Christian disciple and overcoming doubt. Jeremiah in Lamentations chapter 5 verse 20 to 22 writes, Why do you always forget us? Why do you forsake us so long? Restore us to yourself, O Lord, that we may return, renew our days as of old, unless you have utterly rejected us and are angry with us beyond measure. When you became a Christian disciple, you started an exciting journey in the Christian life. And success in the Christian life does not come by accident, but rather it is a direct result of living in harmony with the basic principles of life set forth in the Bible. The Christian life is not a matter of expecting spiritual maturity to occur overnight. The Bible lays down standards and principles of living which we need to follow with God's strength if we are to continue living at peace with God, our fellow humans and ourselves. We need to know what God expects of us and what guidelines he has given to us in order to achieve this quality of life. As we apply the principles and guidelines of the Bible to our lives, we are transformed into the likeness of Christ which is the journey we are on, according to Paul in Romans 8, 28, 29 and 2 Corinthians 3, verse 18. Jesus himself said, I have come to bring them life in all its fullness, John 10, 10. And this is achieved as we allow Jesus Christ to live this life through us so that we start to think and respond like he does to the people and circumstances around us. We need to learn how to see circumstances and people from God's perspective rather than reacting on the basis of our own feelings. And when we respond to circumstances on the basis of our feelings, that is when doubt, conflict, stress, tension and depression enter. When we respond to circumstances by looking from God's perspective, it builds faith and trust and shows a transformed character as we become more like Jesus. And what happens when doubt sets in? However, it is a very rare person indeed who has not suffered some form of doubt in their Christian life as a Christian disciple and asking questions similar to that of Jeremiah in the passage of Lamentations I read earlier. And by doubt I do not mean as in doubt, doubting God's very existence but rather the doubting some aspect of, of God or in the Christian life such as assurance of salvation or doubting any other of God's promises or doubting an attribute about God such as his innate sovereignty or his infinite goodness and when doubt arises concerning God's assured promise of salvation that usually occurs after engaging in willful sin or having lost a spiritual battle doubting God's sovereignty will usually occur after experiencing a great personal tragedy or of reading about an international disaster. When this occurs, it is important to have faith and trust. Having faith in your knowledge of scripture and to trust in its authority as God's word. When we sin, not only do we forget who we are as his children, but we also doubt what God has said is true in the Bible. The Christian disciple learns to believe and trust God regardless of circumstances however divergent the experience is or was. And what about the origins of doubt? 
the originator of a lot of doubt in the life of a Christian disciple is Satan, just as it was for Adam in the Garden of Eden, Genesis 3 verse 1. Remember that Satan roams the earth like a devouring lion in order to stop Christians trusting in God and in speaking their testimony about God's goodness, 1 Peter 5 verse 8. Another source of doubt that is constantly with us is the world we live in, with its own moral codes and perceived wisdom, contrary to that of God expressed in the Bible. Whereas the Christian disciple gains wisdom from God through having the indwelling Holy Spirit and reading the Bible, the world often has wisdom that is contrary. One only has to look at the perceived wisdom of atheistic scientific materialists, countering the Christian arguments. One final source of doubt is the spiritual immaturity of the Christian disciple themselves. Doubting prayer works is often down to being double-minded, James 1 verse 8. Elsewhere, Paul writes that doubt arises because of not knowing the basic doctrines of God, Ephesians 4 verse 14. And this source of doubt is only defeated through experience and having a maturing, disciplined life of obedience through prayer, studying the Bible, and allowing the Holy Spirit to transform. In doing these things, the relationship between God and the Christian disciple is nurtured and growing. And how do we overcome doubt? We confess. Confess your doubt as sin to God, and he will listen and cleanse you. 1 John 1 9. If doubts persist, try talking to somebody whom you trust and confess to them of your doubts, and they may well be able to help you. James 5.16 And overcome doubt by having assurance of your salvation. Be assured and let your mind be controlled by the Holy Spirit so that you are not led astray. Your salvation rests in nothing apart from God's promises and Jesus' righteousness. Test yourself as Paul exhorts in 2 Corinthians 13 verse 5. Righteousness. Live a righteous life. Live the truth. When we started as a Christian disciple before God, we were given the righteousness of Jesus. But that righteousness needs to be lived out in the lives of Christian disciples. Living right helps overcome any doubts. Have faith. Show total trust in God for your life. The faith we have is a defensive weapon against the mistruths and doubts that enter our minds. By maintaining our trust in God's promises, and God's power, doubts are extinguished. And the Bible, read and study God's word so as to know, understand and live truth. That is how we have trust in God. Our lives are to be controlled by truth as revealed in scripture. When we know truth so well, we can easily recognise the lies that we are told. We overcome doubt. The Word of God, the Bible, is there to be studied diligently so that by trusting in the Holy Spirit to lead and reveal it to us, we get to know God and His promises. We are to grow in grace and in the knowledge of Jesus, according to 2 Peter 3 verse 18. And that is only achieved through studying Scripture. Then when we hear that nagging little voice of doubt that says, God didn't really say that, we can say, oh yes He did. And then prayer. Talk to God, because that is what prayer is. This is how we are energised. Fighting doubt in our own power is useless. Doubts will often come back if we do that. 
Ask God to help you overcome your doubts and he will help you. He is faithful and true. When we talk to God, we strengthen our relationship with him. When we ask other Christian disciples to pray for us, the church unity is strengthened. When we see God answer prayer, our faith is matured and doubts are easily cast aside. For more to think about, please do ask yourself the following questions. Write in them down if you can and see how you respond or react to them. Then why not show your answers with your spouse or a close friend so that you can pray over any issues together. Question 1. Read Hebrews chapter 6 verses 1 to 9. What does this tell me of the link between maturity and overcoming doubt? Question 2. Read 2 Corinthians 13 verse 5. What comfort can I gain from knowing I have salvation as a means to overcome doubt? Question 3. Read 1 John 4 verses 1 to 3. How can testing the spirits help me overcome any lingering doubts? As ever, if you have any comments to make on this, please do contact me at partake at hotmail.co.uk. Thank you and God bless. Overcome your doubts.